ABF Creative. ABF Creative. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Miss P, and it is time for another word with Miss P. I hope you are ready for another episode because I am happy Thanksgiving to you all. I hope you are enjoying your turkey, your dressing, your mac and cheese. I mean, the potato salad, the rose, honey. Oh my God. I hope somebody made a good old done. I mean, a well done sweet potato pie. Okay. And if you're listening to this after Thanksgiving, I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. Happy holidays to you. I still can't believe it is the holiday season, but it is. I am back for another episode. On today's episode, I'll be tackling the season six reunion part three of the Real Housewives of Potomac. What we have all been waiting for, Miss Nikki, 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 all the way at the end of the reunion. And you don't want to miss this week's What You Say Happen Now topics, honey. Let's go ahead and get on into the thing. Let's go. y'all let's go ahead and get into this real housewives of potomac reunion part number three so we pick up with wendy and giselle going back and forth oh, let me see you go back okay Aaliyah, on the plastic surgery tip wendy said she got her ass and tits done because she had three children okay understandable and like i said girl that's your coin your insurance your deductible do whatever you want to do with that giselle said she didn't get any work done for jamal now we hope that's the truth honey we hope it's the truth for both of y'all for you, Wendy, with the three cheering and you, Giselle, for not getting it for Jamal, okay? Because I'm a firm believer in people not getting any type of work done for any other person except for yourself. Because what if they ass leave? What if you want to leave they ass and you done got an ass just for them? What if you didn't want a big old ass? Okay, what if you didn't want gargantuan titties? What are you going to do? I'm very, very confused. Don't be doing nothing because somebody said you need to do it. Okay, I don't even care if it's a nail polish color. If you don't like black on your nails and your man said, oh, I would love if you would do black. I love if you do white. You the one that got to look down at them bitches. Now, granted, I always said, now, if you're going to pay for it, have at it. But at the same time, that's still a compromise that you have to look down and you don't like it. So as you have to like it. That's my biggest point. OK, and granted, I, I'm just a firm believer and don't do nothing that you don't want to do, especially if it's going to make somebody else happy. Now, I can understand a little compromise, like going to a new restaurant that you don't really frequent, but your boo want to go there. That's different. But something on your body like hell no, we won't go. So I hope they are telling the truth with that. All right. We're going to get to Robin and Wendy. <laughs> we finally get to them. I wish we would have just jumped over them because um, I'm really sick of their banter myself because it really never goes anywhere. There's no resolve. I'm the type of person I like to get to some type of resolve. It doesn't have to be overnight. I'm working on that because I used to think, oh, we got to get to a resolve like right now. It doesn't happen like that. Okay, but you at least have to figure that you're going to get somewhere. But with Robin and Wendy, I, I don't see it. I don't know. So there was a text sent from Robin in January regarding the rumor with Eddie Winslow, who's Wendy's husband. Wendy child, she don't went to Staples to get the text like blown up. OK, the transcript printed for the reunion, honey. I said, first of all, Wendy, what type of time do you have between doing them candles, having them three kids, messing around with Eddie Winslow? You got a lot to do commentating 
and being a professor. Maybe she was using those for her professoring. I don't know what she was doing, but honey, you don't have to do all of this. It's too much. We don't need props. We don't. Robin thought that during the taping, that this was a new rumor, not the one that they were texting about back in January. Now, in my head, I'm sitting here like, wait, are we really going back and forth with this? Like, I'm very, very confused. Andy, can we go on? Can we move forward? Can we do anything? Because looking at Robin and Wendy go back and forth, it's like watching a really, 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 really dry uh, ping pong match. And I don't even watch ping pong. Okay, exactly. Why didn't Giselle just go directly to Wendy about the rumors and the drama, okay? Uh, duh, because she didn't want to do that and get some extra camera time. Extra camera time is everything, honey, on The Real Housewives. Even though I'm hoping that the rumors with Eddie Winslow were not true, of course, that gave everybody extra camera time, including Eddie and Wendy. So she's talking about, I mean, Giselle, that is. I had planned on talking about it, but I mean, you were being defensive, I feel like it. And then, of course, when everybody was like, so, Wendy, if, you know, it was time for y'all to talk and she pulled you to the side, would you have talked about it? And she was like, well, yeah, I feel like I would have. Honey, I feel like Wendy would have had the combo on camera, but she still would have been defensive. OK, everybody needs to call a thing a thing, Iyanla, because they all lied. Oh, Mia said, honey, if the accusations are false, why are you so upset, sweet cheeks? Okay, now Wendy gonna ride for her. She was like, it's my husband's reputation. I understand, child, but like one of the viewers said, nobody is exempt from the bullshit, okay? Everybody up here, everybody live on full display, you think ain't nobody gonna talk about you? If it's not true, honey, it's not true, and let's move that thing right along. I feel like we spent too much time on Wendy and Eddie Winslow for my taste. Then her and Giselle go into who called who. We need a resolution, Aaliyah. I don't know. I pulled my phone records because I'm married to an attorney. She literally pulls out some phone records of how long she was talking to Giselle. Girl, you can go to any of the websites, T-Mobile, Sprint, well, Sprint doesn't merge with T-Mobile, AT&T, Verizon. You can go to any of them and pull up any phone record. You can subpoena tweets, not tweets, text messages. So, girl, just because you married to an attorney, you could have pulled that up yourself. But anyway, um... <laughs> she had the nerve to say we talked for literally one minute one minute and I'm sitting here like you wasted that good old paper and ink because ink is high child you wasted that just to show somebody y'all talk for a minute don't nobody care Andy can we move forward and I agree with Andy we don't went from a binder to loose leaf paper next time girl you should have like that a little um file the accordion file y'all know what I'm talking about to keep all the stuff together I mean she was ready with her receipts but the receipts weren't really necessary honey it, it just wasn't huh here comes the husbands to be honest I could have done without them child they were just sitting up there like little mannequins except for Christopher honey Raymond he was there present and accounted for bless his heart Eddie aka Idris wait who the hell said he looked like Idris Elba but Wendy he don't uh G he is sober we hope and yes he was sober because he was quiet as a mouse with his little bow tie Chris was already there sipping on some scissor I said sir really what are you doing Michael of course wasn't coming we knew that and Juan child we already knew he wasn't going to show up he wasn't there half the season now how convenient before we get started with the men folk mama Dorothy calls and Andy goes right into the video shoot and her making a damn mess meddling 
And she said, no, I mean, I haven't apologized to my son-in-law to his face. I mean, but I plan to. She said, I guess so. (laughs) Chris was over it the whole entire time. Chris is the type and I'm trying to figure out what are their zodiac signs, Chris and Candace, because they both wear their face right on their sleeves. Like, you know exactly what they're thinking about, what they're disgusted by. And Chris is even worse than Candace. Like he making all these damn faces. And I'm like, bro, relax, chill out. So before we get into Christopher Bassett, honey, we start talking about G. <sighs> Bless G's heart. Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, like I said, <laughs> you need to go back a couple episodes to know what I thought about G licking his little tongue out and being all nasty. And uh, I don't know. A viewer asked Ashley why she was so pressed about G when Michael is just the same, if not worse. Now, you know, Ashley rides hard for the Darby. Okay. And she is going to act like he does not do anything. And his shit smells like Roses, okay? She was like, well, my husband has never been overtly sexual with anyone in this group. And he said, well, wait, wait, wait now, honey. Didn't he say he would suck Juan's dick? If that ain't sexual, honey, I don't know what is. I, I really don't. I'm like, how did that like go over your head? Everybody was looking at Ashley like, that's true. Ashley really said she... Ashley doesn't care when it comes to Michael, to be honest. I'm really confused with that. Hopefully she can divulge a bit more on the finale of the reunion because everybody's confused. G was like, you know what? My bad. After playback, I apologize. That really wasn't my my intention. And again, I apologize. Ashley was even like, well, damn, thank you for apologizing. You can really tell in this group that people are not used to other people apologizing (laughs) to them, which is really, really sad. You can tell when somebody is not used to somebody genuinely apologizing, especially when it comes off guard because you're thinking they're going to say something else. I was like, good job, G. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Good job, G. I got to give you some extra credit for that. Very, very good. Um, As far as Juan not showing up, these are really some good viewer questions, by the way. Robin tried to answer, but girl, uh, it wasn't making no sense to me, even though he does college basketball. I understand rigorous schedule. I get it. But he could take off sometime if he wanted to, especially if you asked him. You you ain't that damn busy. And that's a fact, in my opinion, even if you have a nine to five. OK, especially if y'all know this production schedule in advance. But you know what? Let me get out of that. Everybody's live schedules are different. And I'm not going to talk about it. That's why I said, Wendy, if you don't shut your damn mouth up, hush. Talking about, I mean, I my husband's not an entrepreneur, but he was able to get off for this. Girl, shut your ass up. Chris was like, yeah, because the college basketball. Chris, what? Nobody talking to you, Chris Bassett. Thank you. Thank you. Let's just get out of their business. Wine ain't going to show up. How about that? Um, Actually, it is time for you to talk, Chris. Come on forward. Lazarus, come forth. Ooh, Chris said... He is Candace's glorified secretary. I said, but um, don't. Then he had to go into her schedule with her MBA program. And from two to five, she's wiping her ass. And then from here, child, we don't care. (laughs) He said he never quit a job. And we, nor his mother-in-law, know about his financial status. And I said, honey, this is all too much, okay? Sir, what do you want us to do? Okay, because you're showing us one thing when we were introduced to you. Okay, and now what do you want us to do? I just want to know are y'all working better together? If not, get another manager, girl. Okay, I mean, he has to figure it out 
But this is not going to be figure outable overnight, honey. Everything is figure outable. But as far as that whole transition from the pandemic, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't have been in their lives so much this season because we all looking like what the hell going on now we going into Chris and Mia did y'all know each other previously was there any salad tossing and then I'm looking at Mia like girl you, you lie so bad just get off of the Twitter trying to take things back when it's already out there just stop you're doing that too much you're too damn old okay you got too many businesses too many kids and a husband to attend to as opposed to being on Twitter some people just need something else to do Okay, as opposed to talking and doing stuff with other people just to get back and be petty. Do something else. Then it was Candace and Mia going back and forth talking about each other's feet. Child damn ish, but I was hollering at that segment. Then it was Wendy versus Mia. Girl, we know you are Mrs. Eddie Winslow. We get it, honey. We got it. Have a seat. Giselle said, I don't owe Eddie Winslow no type of apology. I said I don't believe it, and that's that. Now, that's one thing you ain't gonna get out of Giselle is an apology if she don't want to apologize. Got it? Good. Next up, Karen, a.k.a. the ambassador of Surrey County, a.k.a. the grand dame of candles, a.k.a. Raekwon's wife, she has brought Wi-Fi to Surrey County. I said, well, look at God, won't he do it? That is huge for anywhere. Everybody needs Wi and the damn fi. And yes, for Raekwon, he, he, Ray Ray said a word. Raymond said a word. He said, there's no need to be in business if you're going to be quiet about it. Amen. Amen. Oop. Chris said, how come Raekwon can stand for his woman, but I can't? Child, Raymond was the breadwinner, as Giselle said, for eons, and that is the missing component. I hollered the way Giselle put that statement, but it made so much sense. But it does make a difference. Amen, somebody? Chris was like, y'all act like I don't do anything. Well, baby, this season you were drinking like a fish every single segment we saw you in, and I ain't really see you doing much but having on your little chef smock. I don't know. And I'm sorry, Christopher. Just let us know what you do or have done, Sugarfoot. I don't, I don't know. Because you want us to rah, rah, reptile root for you. And then when we like what you're doing, then you get real mad. Anyway, let's just make sure that their mortgage stays paid on the new place. You don't need to break down the old place. We talking about the new. That's the problem. Everybody going back in time when we need to stay on the present. Okay? Because it can't be no future. How about that? Amen. Amen. Uh, back to Surrey County. I just love Karen. I'm sorry for laughing, but she said we should definitely have a bed and a breakfast with extra croissants due to how many people that have called about Surrey County. And I was cackling. And when I say cackling, I mean cackling because I love Karen. I really do. I enjoy how she's always just ready. And whatever she says, that's what she meant. And that's just it. I hope in my older age, I can do the same. Uh, The husbands, it was time for them to go. Bye, husbands. Uneventful. Too much. Um, And then it was time for Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. I said, yes, Andy. I am here for that. Andy asked someone to bring him some tequila. And of course, it was Nicki Minaj. She was singing in the background. She comes up. The ladies' mouths are like on the floor. They're so excited. Andy is like, I'm leaving. And she is now the host, even though he was singing in the background, watching, like, please don't fuck this up. And of course, in the beginning, she was so sweet. And then she was like, like, okay, it's time for the Q&A from me and the Barbs, <laughs> aka here comes the shade. She goes right into it. She said, Ashley, I love seeing you with your boys, but yeah, 
you didn't really have a storyline this season. So is that why you were willing to be Giselle's sidekick and be shady to Wendy? Before Ashley could get it out, she said, child, you mean to tell me you didn't lug your mess milk down there to be petty and get more camera time? Honey, my mouth was a jar. And when I say a jar, I mean a damn jar. She dug in on the last 45 seconds more than Andy did the whole episode. I said, oh, shit. They did give a play-by-play a little bit of what was coming up in the season finale. And I am so ready for the finale because the girls don't even get a chance to respond with the way Nikki is giving these questions off. And I can't wait for Candace to try to sing Drive Back. You really think I'm playing? <laughs> Without the Acapulco. And she had the nerve to tell Nick and them, now, I just don't feel like singing. I need a throat lozenge. I don't know what's going to happen. Honey, I can't wait to hear it. I want to hear about it. I want to hear about all of this. I cannot wait for the finale. Um, like I said, I'm still waiting for this baby to come. And hopefully I get a chance to talk about the finale. If I don't, hopefully we can do something on Twitter. I, I don't know. But y'all just keep your girl lifted up in prayer. And uh, hopefully I might be back, okay, uh, to do the finale. But we'll see. You know, I've been trying to push these things out. And since the baby's still with me right now, I figured, okay, let's go on in and finish this thing out. But cross your fingers and your toes. I might be back for the finale. If not, this has been a blast reviewing The Real Housewives of Potomac. This season has been amazing. And I appreciate all of you listening every single week. I really, really do appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Listening and uh, y'all are so sweet. I love y'all. Yeah. All right, y'all. Let's go on and get it in with some what you say happen now topics. Okay. I don't even want to give Cal Rottenhouse, and yes, I said his name wrong on purpose. I don't even want to really talk about him, but this has made headlines, and everybody, including myself, was talking about it on social media. And I figured, of course, for another word with Miss P, I had to hit on it. Not trying to give his ass too much light, okay? But of course, everybody knows he was acquitted on all of his charges, okay? I said all of them, and his ass was even in disbelief, okay? All he did all trial was cry okay and that's the ugliest cry I've ever seen in my life okay I don't even understand it now of course when they were giving what they were supposed to have give which was bullshit okay basically saying he was acquitted on all charges he was in such disbelief that we were all looking like is this shit for real like are we even surprised though which is the unfortunate thing about our justice system I am never surprised with what I'm seeing what I hear and what happens in our world today especially when it comes down to the justice system I always say I don't do politics but of course not that I'm trying to do politics I ain't trying to run for nobody's governor, mayor, nothing like that. But at the same time, you have to know what is going on around you and in the world and what people can get away with. It is crazy. Even me looking on various um, streaming platforms, I love documentaries. Y'all don't know this about me, but baby girl, I love me a good old documentary. And it's interesting what people are getting away with. 
Okay, I know I'm hitting on Tiger King. The part two is out, okay, on Netflix. Now, I've only watched um, half of the first episode, but I'm just sitting there with my mouth open like, how do these people be getting away with this bullshit? Like, it's crazy what people all over the world can get away with. Scot-free, do whatever they like. And granted, I'm not connecting the Tiger King up to Cal Rottenhouse, but I'm saying, dude done put a hit out on Carol Baskins, okay? And his ass is sitting up in the jail. Just as popular as he want to be with his whole Netflix series, okay? But his ass is in the jail cell, okay? But you got Kyle walking away, crying with his little suit on, hugging his mama, and off scot-free. It's crazy. This really shows people that you can really do whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it. And honey, the broad daylight, okay? Which brings me to RIP to Young Dolph. And I'm not saying it's the exact same situation, but it made me think of similar things. We're in a permitless carry state such as Tennessee and Young Dolph gets murdered in broad daylight while buying some cookies, okay, in the city that he reps. It's crazy. I don't know what is worse, buying some cookies or protesting for your rights as a human being. Either way, it's a damn shame. And like I said, I didn't want to give this any more light than I had to, but it was just very, very unfortunate. And I feel like we are seeing this too much. It's like every, it's another letdown after another letdown and we're supposed to just take it. But in my head, I'm sitting here like, what else are we supposed to do? Like, of course, I believe in now talking about things and actually figuring out what are we supposed to do next? It's fine that we retweet. It's fine that we say how emotionally we're charged up, but what are we supposed to do next? How is this supposed to help us in the future? I mean, because we do a lot of talking, including myself, but what do we do next? And that's something that I would love to hear from you all, okay? DM us, tweet me, send me an email, what have you, but what can we do differently? I really want us to discuss this. I really want to talk about it. Now, here's the thing. I don't want to get into any more heavy stuff because sometimes, you know, that just brings the mood on down, honey. And we had a good little time talking about Real Housewives of Potomac. But I want to end this What You Say Happen Now on a huge, on a lighter note. That is Shaka Khan and Stephanie Mills, their verses, honey. They did have a verses and child, it was a damn mess. I don't know who cleared that. I don't know who said, okay, we're going to have a versus and it's going to be Shaka Khan and Stephanie Mills. I don't know who said what. And I don't know who checked on Shaka before she came out. Nobody. Key sweat. Nobody checked on them. But I did want to hit on this versus (laughs) because it was hilarious to me. Okay. I completely forgot that it was Shaka, Shaka Khan versus Stephanie Mills. I forgot about it. And personally, um, I love verses at one point, but once it got too sponsory, the stank kind of fell off of it. Or maybe I just haven't seen a good matchup in a while. The last semi okay one, in my opinion, was Bow Wow and Soldier Boy, but that was still a damn mess. It was 80,000 people on the space. It was too much going on. It was too much. Um, now, I watched the re air of this one and I wish I didn't. Of course, it starts late as hell. It wouldn't be verses if it didn't start late. Now, this one had the same type of feel as Escape and SWV. And I really like the stage setup. It was very elegante for the legends. So Stephanie Mills, she comes on out, gives us good old auntie energy. And I was here for it. I said, yes. Then her and Shaka Khan start talking. And I said, oh, shit. I see why we are running late. Now, I'm not saying this to be funny, but is Shaka Khan okay? 
I mean, seriously, when she started singing, she was singing with the track, over the track and behind it. And she was stiff as hell. Now, I understand with age and even not sometimes your joints might lock up. It might be the author. She might have sipped to some yak or the Ciroc or maybe she had something stronger. I don't know, child. So she kept going into the mic talking about and I'm Shaka. Hello. I don't know what I'm going to sing next. I said, no, Shaka, no. Like, what are we doing? But I did want those boots, though. Those was real cute. Now, they were saying some good stuff in between the mumbles, okay? They did say that they are playing the same R&B over and over and over on the radio. And I sure agree with that, honey. Now, used to, I'm showing my age, even though I'm not old at all. They played everybody. And I mean, everybody had a chance. Now, I don't know. Radio is just whack now it is in my opinion and if you're not viral nobody is really hearing you or even giving you a chance and that's not only in the music business honey that's everywhere now I don't think either one of them knew what the hell they were supposed to do now Stephanie she had more of a hold on it than Shaka did like I said verses has gotten more aesthetically pleasing but losing the source and the direction okay now by the time Miss Mills got to where is the love? Shaka needed to find her seat because I want, you know how you got ushers in the church. I wanted to be her usher and help her to her seat because she was just a stumbling, bless her heart. Now, by the time Shaka got up again, I was like, uh-oh. And then she started fucking up. I feel for you. I said, my God. I mean, my mouth is open right now with how, baby, baby, when I look at you, I was ready. Now, here's the thing. Shaka could still hit the notes, but. We don't know what note she was trying to reach because she was trying to sing with the track. Then everybody was rooting on. Then she was feeling herself a little bit. But then she said, hold up, I need to sit my ass down. So it was too much going on. Stephanie had to come in and help her a little bit. But can't nobody do that like Shaka? And then this child started playing the air guitar. You remember? Actually, that's the harmonica. I don't know what the hell she was doing. Help her, Lord. Help her. Now, When Stephanie asked Shaka to help her sing Sweet Sensation, Shaka was looking at her like, bitch, I can't. You sing the shit. You see me struggling. (laughs) Thankfully, um, they changed out Shaka's uh, little boots for some more combat stable boots but lord there was still no help I don't I don't know what was going on it was a lot going on at one time for little Shaka maybe she was hot make maybe it was the belt I don't know what was going on um as the songs and the hour progressed I was wondering was Shaka Khan in pain because you know sometimes I don't know Shaka we know Shaka's story but I'm not trying to automatically think that she up to no good okay I was thinking well maybe you know her author acting up she was on the flight long I don't know I'm trying to think of everything but what everybody think about okay but Miss Stephanie Mills honey you are a trooper Mama kept the party going whore, okay? She had her little mules on and was getting it. I said, you better do that. Now, I would love for Stephanie Mills to come to any type of cookout that I would have. She seems like the auntie who brings all the good horse divers. She And Shaka looked like the auntie that got the good drinks, okay? And she's ready, all right? So, Shaka did try, okay, to come back for a little bit for Tell Me Something Good because the audience was like, yeah! Tell me something good. 
Everybody was excited, right? But by the time we got to Ain't Nobody, I was like, uh-uh, no. I said, Stephanie, come back, please. Come back one more time. And at this time, Stephanie was singing on both sides. But I know she was tired, especially when she got to uh, Love Like This before. I said, girl, you done sang your songs and Shockers for the last hour, child. But baby got hits. Her and Stephanie got hits. They were just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then, was that Shaka Khan's daughter that came out on Sweet Thing? I was like, we can go ahead and wrap this shit up. Because I was looking at her daughter like, what in the hell you got? What in the hell? It was just a lot. It was a lot. And once we got to something in the way you make me feel, I was like, oh, shit. You better do it, Stephanie. I mean, Stephanie, I, how old is Stephanie Mill? Let me look that up real quick. Because I know Shaka Khan. I'm going to look up how old she is, too. Stephanie Mill, she's 64. She's only 4'9. Oh my God. 64. And Shaka Khan is how old? Shaka Khan is 68. I have to give it to Stephanie Mills. She did her thing when she did her thing. Shaka, I feel like if she was better prepared, okay, and not under anything that was going on, she would have been ready as well, okay? But Shaka always gives, I don't give a fuck. She just does. Even in her interviews, she's always very, okay? Stephanie Mills, she's always ready, Freddie. And then finished it off with I'm Every Woman. And thankfully, some other people that came out that I didn't know who they were to do I'm Every Woman. I don't know. It was like, oh my God, it was a lot going on. And I just didn't know what was going on. I just didn't. But I really have to give it to Stephanie Mills because if I had to say who won the verses, I have to give it to her for her showmanship. Okay. But then I also have to give it to Shaka for just being there the whole time, giving me a good kiki. But I really want to know, is she okay? Is she all right? Because something ain't right with that. Ain't no damn way you should have had your mom out there like that. Just saying, I don't know what the hell was going on, but I know everybody in the comments was like, is Shaka okay? What the hell going on with Shaka? Shaka? Shaka Khan? Are you all right? I don't know. And then something else that I didn't really appreciate is they didn't have a lot of Shaka Khan and Rufus. They didn't have a lot of that. But that's I'm, I wasn't in charge of it. And she kept looking at the DJ like, cut this shit. Like, I don't know. She just wasn't ready, Freddie. She wasn't ready. But I have to give it to Stephanie Mills for having that ultimate showmanship, okay? And she even had to say, yo, I've been in the game. I've been doing this. I know what I'm doing. And it was like, girl, we see, we can tell. But we're really looking at Shaka right now. Like, is she okay? And Stephanie was trying to help Shaka. But that's not how this versus is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be like that. Everybody's supposed to hold their own. Oh, my God. I don't know who's going to be next. I have no idea. Um, hopefully, it is another R&B situation uh, because I don't think I'm ready for another rap back and forward. I don't think I'm ready. Um, initially, they were talking about Tony Braxton was going to be doing something with somebody. I don't know. Hopefully, they do. But, yeah, I'm ready for something like that. But down below in the comment section, I would love to know what has been your top three verses? We got to talk about it. And who would you like to see next? Just comment down below. Uh, as far as me, my favorite, I did enjoy Ascabe and SWV. I did enjoy them. Of course, the early verses were always really, really great. Um, even though it was a mess, I did enjoy Dipset and the Locks. I, I didn't enjoy it. I, 
I, I did enjoy that. I have to give it to him. I did. It was a mess, but I enjoyed it. Uh, same with Soldier Boy and Bow Wow. I just enjoyed it for some reason. It was my childhood coming together. Now that whole, was it Ja Rule and was it Fat Joe? It was somebody like, no, that was too much. I ain't like that. But um, I really enjoyed the earlier ones, of course. Um, and now, like I said, that we're getting back into some sense of normalcy. They're trying to make it bigger than what it was. But hopefully we can get back to really what the verses was intended for. You know what I'm saying? But thank y'all so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And I will see y'all on the next video. Peace, love, and all that good stuff. God bless. Bye. much for listening but before you go make sure to follow and subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, be sure to rate us and leave us a review every single comment matters you can also find me on twitter and instagram at miss tp90 see y'all next week